Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Welcome to the Things Joe Hates podcast. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hello, Hi. everyone else. Jake, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm ready to go over some hate. Oh, good. Because again, I have got a category of things I hate here. And today I'm going to be talking about things I hate that have to do with the way businesses operate. First thing I have down here is uh, one of the things I absolutely hate is, is special offers that are only available for new customers. Uh, I think it is a great way to alienate the people that are currently paying you. Absolutely. Right. And the worst perpetrator of this is cell phone companies. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I was I was with Sprint a year ago, or a little bit more than a year ago, and I went into the Sprint store and I said, hey, uh, you you have all these great offers out there. Let me get one of those. And they're like, oh, no, those are only for new customers. And I said, well... What about me? I'm I'm one of the guys who's been paying you a large amount of money every month because I have a family plan with four lines on it for the past four years, six years, some long amount of time. Yeah, we can't do it. Well, so it, it seems like to me my best option is to go switch carriers. And the guy in the store literally looked at me and goes, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I had to be honest with you. And I walked across the parking lot and went to the T-Mobile store, and now I'm a T-Mobile customer. That's uh, that is amazing. I, what is it about their marketing department that's like, yeah, this is a good idea because we aren't going to lose customers. Yeah, uh, because everybody does it, right? Everybody has the the great offer for the for the new cu- for the new customers. Even car manufacturers are saying are offering like new driver incentives for people that drive competitive vehicles. They call it. Why not give a loyalty bonus for people that have driven your cars before? I know why. It's because your car is probably a piece of crap. That's why. So you, people that have already driven your car, they know that you can't make a good car. So they're not. You know, you're, you know, you're not getting them back. That's the first thing I think of when I see a new driver bonus. Interesting. Okay. So, like, what companies do you see doing that with cars? I don't. I don't. I mean, not. I'm not a, a big car shopper. I don't pay attention to car commercials because I'm not in the market for one. So I you, know, I, you know what? I can't off the top of my head remember right now. I think I'm pretty sure. I think it's like a GMC truck commercial. Oh, okay. That that has that. So if you I drive, guess, if I guess drive at that Ford, point though, that's a little different than a cell phone plan because a right. cell phone plan is usually 18 to 24 months. Right. Whereas if you buy a car, specifically if you buy a truck, yeah, you're into it a, for at least five years. Ten to fifteen year purchase, especially for a truck. Well, it's five years for the payment on a car, probably, right? right? At least, and then, but a truck, trucks are like good for two hundred, three, three hundred thousand miles usually. Yeah, if you take care of them. So that's something that if. I guess if a new driver bonus, because then you get you get them for, you know, 15 years. They're they're driving around your brand because anyone who drives around a car 
for your company is a walking advertisement or rather a driving advertisement. Right. Yeah, it's um but for cell phone companies that really doesn't make sense because it's such a quick turnover period. Yeah. That you, that's you'd bizarre. Be, you'd want to keep me after the after you have yeah, You're literally saying go ahead to the other three major contributors look at, are look at companies. The value, look at the value of a customer from a, at the cell phone level, right? So you have a, a, re, a customer who comes into your bill. This is a person who's been paying their bills, right? And they have presented to, to you probably minimal effort to take the money. And, and you won't give them the offer that you're trying to... All they're doing is coming in and asking for the offer that you're making available to the person you're trying to woo. Um, you know, trying to win and your existing customer comes in and goes, I would like that offer too. All you have to do is flip a switch, you know, it, whatever the change of the plan is, you don't have to go through the whole sales routine for it. You just have to give them what they're asking for because they've given you their loyalty for so long. Here's a question. How does the math work in that? Because I guess what they're thinking is, well, we're not going to lose that many customers, right? And we're going to gain more customers. So we're good, like the people that pay our bills are the people that are already here, and then we're just going to gain more customers by new people coming I think, in. I think the way they're thinking is that the the hassle of switching plans is greater than the perceived cost benefit of, of asking for the for the other plan. See, but that doesn't make any sense though, because once your plan is up, you have no legal obligation to stay. They can't right. charge you a fee or anything. But you there's, have there's the hassle of of going and getting a new plan from a new carrier, and they're betting that that hassle has a higher cost to the person than not getting the the new plan. See, I disagree though, because no, I I'm, I mean that I feel I'm like it's faulty you. logic because. It has become so easy. Right. All you need to do is say, okay, here's, you know, yeah, do, do we a credit were, check. We were in and out of the T-Mobile shop in an hour. That's a, And that's it. And now you're set for the next two years. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's bad policy for, for a cell phone carrier to do that. Shame on you, cell phone companies. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody uh, who works has had to go to a job interview at some point in time. And there, I could do an entire podcast, but it would be a little bit too specialized in like whiteboard interviews for programmers, <laughs> and how how terrible of a process this is, um, and how actually they're they're. But I, I don't want to get too, you know, too nichey here and talk about just one one type of job interview. But everybody, I'm sure everybody has gotten this this question at a job interview, and it the the tweet was. That Joe hates stupid questions to which there is no hope of getting an honest answer. And the prime example of this question is when you're in a job interview and the person looks you dead in the eye and they say, what's your greatest weakness? Oh, that's that's dumb. That, I, I, I agree because that's what do you first off? I don't understand what that question's asking, really, like because that question's not asking you about your weaknesses. It's, right. at, it's seeing about how you answer. Exactly. But. So, Let's, but let's you do know some everyone's, role everyone's gonna lie. Let's do some role playing here, Jake. I'm interviewing for a job with you, and you're gonna ask me that question. I'll show you how I'm gonna answer that question the next time I'm asked. Okay. So, Joe. Yep. What's your greatest weakness? My greatest weakness. So let me ask you a question in return. Um, this is the part of, of where I'm supposed to say, "Oh, I'm a perfectionist," or I, I I pay too much attention to the details. But let me ask you: Do you do you think that you've ever gotten an honest answer to this question 
Do you do you think that the person who's sitting across from you is actually going to tell you, oh, I'm really lazy and just lay about all day? Or, uh, <laughs> you know what, I show up late to work all the time. Or I really am not that good at my job. No, they're not. You have no hope of getting an honest answer here. So, But now you do, because I've already blown this interview, so I'm going to tell you what my biggest weakness is. I have very low tolerance for stupid questions <laughs> and stupid things that, that, that don't need to be in a business process. There, that's how All I'm right. going to answer well, it. And uh, then I'm going to get up and storm out of the interview. We'll <laughs> get back to you if uh, we make a decision. Right. Oh no, that there won't there won't be an opportunity for them to say that. I'm gonna I'm gonna That's, get up and walk out. I, I I think you've just expressed what a lot of people feel. Yeah, I know. It's and you know you got to play the game. I, I'm I'm being I'm being uh, hyperbolic here, but you got to you got to play the game. Uh, you've got to say, oh, um, yeah. You think about it before you go in there because they're going to ask that question. And they're it's really, such an impractical question too. Though. Like what again? What are you actually testing? You're testing someone's ability to lie. Right. Exactly. That's. And, that's that's totally useless. Right. If you don't want that. Yeah. You're telling you're testing somebody's ability to tell you what you want to hear. Which, if you have an employee whose opinion you value, that is the last thing you want from them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so that's. I mean, that's kind of up the same valley of a question like, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? I have gotten that once. That's you, the one that I was in high school, and you I'd know, be a the, tiger, and I'd eat you right now. Well, yeah, you you know. <laughs> Most people have it like a high school class or your dad or your mom or someone right. will sit down and talk with you about how to do a job interview, right? Yep. And I remember I was in high school and I was in the, you know, uh, like life skills class or whatever the heck they yeah. called it. And it, the teacher was like, these are some of the questions you might get at a job interview. And one of them was the, if you were an animal, what would you be? And of course, the whole class laughed. And he goes, you're laughing now. You won't be laughing when you're trying to get a job at McDonald's because they'll ask you that question and it's... What's what's even the point? And the teacher the teacher was just like, there is really no point. They don't. They just are putting words on a page and they're asking you questions. You know. You know what I think? I think would be my answer to that question is if someone asked me, what, if you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be? I would say, you mean I'm not an animal? <laughs> I'd be a plant. No, I'm a human. I am an animal. That's 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 an excellent answer, actually. Right. That, that a shows a non-sentient that, animal. That shows you are in touch with reality. I think. That, that might actually be the, the right answer to that. If you were an animal, what would you be? Okay, so the last thing I hate uh, in business, and uh, it drives me nuts when I hear this, and it's, it's an HR term. First off, I have huge problems with HR departments in general. Uh, you know, I will say now that my current employer's HR department is stellar. I like them. But I've been in, in previous uh, companies where the HR departments have been there and they just frost me. But one of the biggest things that bothers me about the HR terminology is the term human capital. <laughs> okay, it, why? It irritates me because capital is property, right? So what you're saying essentially is our slaves, <laughs> our slaves that work in our office for us and write code and, and, and do drawings and, and gin up documents and requirements and all kinds of other things. They're, there are human capital. That's interesting that you say that because I'm pretty sure the the reason they came up with the term human capital was because they're like we need to figure out something that makes people feel important. Like we yeah, because valuable. they're like right they're like oh well we're a business so we value capital right yeah. so human capital right, is something we value as opposed to just employees which is something we won't we don't value is at least perceived. People by definition are not capital they're an expense. 
Right. Right. That's a different a different it's part a, of the it's business. It's a cost. Right. It's a cost. Well, capital is a cost too, but like when you buy a machine, that's a capital purchase. That machine's not going anywhere. That machine's not going to get up, walk out of here, and go. I quit. See you later. <laughs> right. That's, that's the difference that's between point. a human and a machine. Capital doesn't quit. People do, and and because of that very nature, the the investment you make in them is not a capital investment. And furthermore, it has to be more than a monetary investment. It can't just be you know we call them capital because we spend so much money on them. That's true. Right. You know what? There's nothing else I have to say about that. <laughs> so now it's time for the part of the show, Joe rates your hate, where you, uh, I, I rate your hate, you the listener, uh, based on the things I hate here from least to worst, and I try to rate them on a scale uh, of the things I've hated today in this podcast. All right. So Margaret from Facebook says she hates mealy apples. Ugh. <sighs> God, this is actually an item on my list. I hate mealy apples. In fact, I hate mealy apples so much that I rarely eat apples. And I actually like apples. I actually like Granny Smith apples are my favorite. Um, and Red Delicious, they're good too. But I am so afraid that I'm going to bite into an <laughs> apple and it's going to have like this soft, disgusting texture that I'm just going to be like, I'll just oh my God. Bleh, spit it out of my mouth. It's disgusting. That is disgusting. I that, hate that's... this worse than anything else on the list today that I've that read. I'm like cringing right now just thinking about it. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to something <laughs> a little better. Yep. Rachel from Twitter Hates CVS receipts. <laughs> CVS receipts. And I, I just was at CVS only a few hours earlier and can attest to this. I hate it as well. It's, it's, it's ridiculous how long they are. I think I got a pack of gum one time from CVS because I needed to get some cash out. So I just bought a thing of gum because I like gum. And it spits out this receipt that's easily 36 inches long. That, that that receipt cost more than the gum. It it may have cost probably. Well, <laughs> the technology they use to print these receipts is called direct thermal. It's a special paper that when it's exposed to heat, it it darkens. So there's just a little a little element in there, and as the paper drives by the the element, it gets hot and very quickly and gets cold very quickly. So it burns the paper essentially, burns the chemical on the paper. The purpose of a direct thermal printer is speed. And, and cost effectiveness. So if you have now uh, now have a, a direct thermal printer that could be printing out two inches or four inches of paper for me for my receipt, and then you multiply that by nine, so I get my 36-inch piece of paper, you've just multiplied my wait time by nine for a receipt. I hate this. I'm, I'm, I'm with, who was it that said? Mar this wasn't Margaret. This Mar or, uh, no, Margaret was, was uh, Mealy Apples. Rachel was the CVS receipt. I, I hate this. Tori from Facebook says that she hates when little children spill milk on my couch and then proceed to play in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of life is what? Tori living? That's that's terrible. <laughs> Tori, I, Tori I, I am so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Tori on this. I, I That has never happened to me. I have never had that happen. I hope to never have that happen. But uh, I, I would hate that. I would hate that a lot. I've been to houses where the kids uh, are just bonkers. And there's reasons, you know, I'm not saying they're bad kids. Sometimes kids are just out of, you know, they're they look just, like they're out of control. But, you know, their kids are kids. Kids are great. They're kids energetic. Are wonderful. And they're energetic. Um, 
But there was there was one family in the, in our old neighborhood that that uh, the kids were all over the place, and they were nice kids. These kids were really sweet kids, very nice kids. But like one time, a buddy of mine was over there, and they have the kids have dumped out a bag of Doritos, and they're stomping on it, grinding it into the carpet. What? That, it's just what happens. Okay, hang on. That's a big waste of Doritos. Right? Yeah. It's a you know it's 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 a cardinal sin of Doritoness, uh, right? That's un-American. It is. It, it's un-American. I, I would say that. But the, and the funny thing was that the dad was this. Um, uh, he had a job as a contractor, like a construction contractor. But he was one of the smartest guys I, I've ever met. But he would always be thinking of things. I tend to get this way too. He's always thinking of things. And when he walked into the room, he would he. The children would just stop moving. They'd just stand perfectly still, right? They wouldn't move. And then as he moved out of the room, they would go back to whatever it was they were doing, you know? Because, you know, they're, they're screwing around. They're stomping on Doritos and doing other things they probably shouldn't be doing. But if, if they didn't move, he didn't see them. He's like a T-Rex, I guess. <laughs> like his vision is based on motion. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like that, too. I mean, something moves and I look over and see it. Something moves in my house. I wake up if I'm sleeping. But, you know, if if, if somebody sits perfectly still, I, I won't pay any attention to them. All right. Good to know. Note taken. So- <laughs> All right. So let's rate these. How do these rank compared to what you talked right, about today? Mealy apples are the worst. I hate that more. I'd rather hear an HR representative say human capital than eat a mealy apple. Ugh. Okay. I'd rather be asked what, um, what's my greatest weakness than eat a mealy apple. Um, CVS receipts, I hate them, but I don't hate them worse than, uh, than offers. I'd rather there be no... Uh, or I'd rather be able to get competitive offers for me than than not have those CVS receipts. Okay. And uh, Tori, uh, I, I I don't know how to respond to this. I hate I would hate that. So I, I don't have any experience with this, but I would hate that a lot. I would really that would probably be. I think I'd rather eat a mealy apple than have that happen to me. Have some kids spill milk on my couch and play in it. That's I feel like if that were to happen to me, it would trigger some sort of existential dread not before seen in humankind right oh i i, I couldn't i i oh tori right. <laughs> good luck tori yes our our thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers right. hashtag pray for tori all right <laughs> so you can tell us what you hate uh you can get in touch with us on twitter at things joe hates you can find us on facebook we have the things joe hates page uh and also if you're using the cool uh at based search function we are at things joe hates on facebook as well you can shoot an email to things joe hates podcast at gmail.com check us out on the web at things female voiceover and the opener is provided by andrea patrilli our artwork is by Susie blake to get in touch with either andrea or Susie, contact us by the aforementioned methods <laughs>